goddamn. And it's not like my buddy's my buddy's uncle. Like whenever we were like we'd be helping out with something, he'd be like, "Hurry up, you fucking mules!" Like, <laughs> just fucking, like, fuck. You just call me a donkey? Fuck you. into the pod ladies and gentlemen welcome to papa don't preach my name is obi i'm here with my boy mitch hello i'm sunburnt <laughs> i'm good though i'm sunburnt. <laughs> all right i also got zan here zan how you feeling good evening uh i'm doing all right <laughs> good I'm evening good. that was good a evening. deep good evening, good evening. <laughs> oh, i like it doing you sound good, amazing man. I'm not sunburned. You know. All of a sudden, I got I got Barry I got Barry White over here. Hey, <laughs> man, what what a weekend! What a weekend, Mitch. Uh, sunburn. What what are you rolling around in the beach again? What's going on? No, actually, today the reason why I, I played uh, in a uh, charity golf tournament today. Um, great cause for uh, it's called Young and the Brave uh for kids who have cancer so it was a it was an amazing tournament had a great time uh it was just a long day out in the sun today but weekend was great you know the lakers lakers took it down yesterday game two that was great uh saturday uh we celebrated my sister's 35th birthday so it was good we had a great time great time on saturday kids got to swim uh ordered some great barbecue feud uh yeah that was my weekend it was it was a good time no complaints on my end how about you guys very nice nice. obi what's going on with you uh i had a pretty normal weekend uh normal normal weekend ate some kettle corn uh watched a terrible movie uh you know we got into the difference between the audience rating of Rotten Tomatoes and the crick, uh, the critic rating, and a lot of people don't know that because they'll say, "Oh, it got a seven, it got a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes," and you look at it, and you know the audience poo pooed it at forty one percent. I watched Relic, and ugh, stinky, stinky, stinky movie, man. Like it was that bad of a horror movie. It's just yeah, like you know what it was, and I'm, it's gonna sound I I should have been objective watching it. The fact that. I knew going in that it had such a high rating. I was expecting some like amazing twist or some. T- I, I was, it was just, there was a lot of things that needed to be explained. And like, when I have to look up a movie after watching it, I just feel like a dumb dumb, you know? So it's like, it's just one of I mean, That's a failure, I think, on the people who made it also. For a I horror, so. though, too, like, come on, that should be pretty straightforward, I would think, right? But like, what. What would you consider a good horror movie, though? What's what's a good horror movie to you? Don't ask me. I don't. I don't watch horror movies. I know you crap your panties. <laughs> I don't wear panties. Ooh, Commando! I like you, Sam. Oh, so you're just shitting in your jorts? 
<laughs> I'm potty trained. I'm potty trained. Thank you very much. Well, no no yeah. need to brag. No need to For brag. For a few years now. Okay. For a few years. I'm potty trained. <laughs> a good horror movie. For uh, for me that I liked, I first of all I loved the thing, I loved the thing, the original thing with uh, with Kurt Russell, yeah, <laughs> like, amazing that movie. Was, Just amazing. that left you on that you didn't know what happened at the end. Yeah, you when didn't he, know who who was the thing. Yeah, when he drinks the whiskey, it's like, hey, is he now the thing? Oh, yeah, I, 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 what, I what's going on? Okay, well, give me another one. Give me another one. Give me something like a little bit new school. Oh. Um, oh. In uh, cabin, cabin in the woods, bro. Amazing. That was funny. That was really yeah. good because that that wasn't just scary though. Right? No, it wasn't just scary. No. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, I liked the ring. That's a little old. That was like what two thousand three, two thousand two. I liked the ring. I thought the ring was great. The ring actually gave me a little. Made me almost shit my panties because I left the theater and walking to my car, my nose started bleeding and I legit was like, oh my God, it's day three since I've seen this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why am I, I just got like the most random bloody nose and I literally was like, oh, well, I'm fucked. It's coming for me. What's her name? What was her name in it? Sarah? No, it's not Sarah. Susan? I've never seen it. Okay. I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> <laughs> you never you never saw it no but i don't plan on seeing it <laughs> such a baby i know you'd have bad i like nightmares. thrillers i just not not a big horror guy your you, your wife will keep you safe Ooh, the conjuring the conjuring the conjuring was dope the conjuring was conjuring dope. did you like uh drag me to hell Drag Me to Hell is like a Scream Queen movie. It wasn't really, you know, like, uh, it was okay. I enjoyed that one. You what, You actually saw that? <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, what? You I really did? did? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. So just so you know, I didn't like it. Zan likes it. That's all you need to know about the movie. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, listen, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So there's, it was there's fun. nothing scary about it. <laughs> There's some the shock parts, but yeah, nothing, nothing like so. Like the movie um, Hereditary, I didn't see that, obviously, but like it, this, just the name of it took you know turned me away because that's like you know it's not just ghosts and whatnot. It's like it's you know genetics. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> we could have this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Hereditary. That that was a good one. Tanya's still trying to get me to watch it. Oh, so your wife, your wife watches them, but you won't. Um, I'm actually, uh, I'm being told to watch it as well. Shannon. You haven't seen it either, Obi? No, I haven't seen it either. Shannon's been trying to tell me to watch it. She's like, "You have to watch Hereditary. It's a man." And I've always, I've just been dragging my feet on it. I'm like, eh. "Eh." It's a solid. It's a solid movie. On top, of, like, it's. I don't know. I didn't think it was like, you know. Oh, this is scary or anything like that. It was, it was good. It, I, I enjoyed it. There's a few parts where I'm like, ooh, that was, that's effed up. Zan, how was your weekend? Thank you, Mitch. I appreciate you asking me that, Mitch. Uh, all things considered, I had a, I had a good weekend. Um, except for you know, RBG's passing, which was uh, horrid. 
Um, may her memory be a blessing. May her memory be a blessing. Yeah, that woman, she held on for as long as she could. Um, and uh, I really hope that it ignites uh, ignites the fire in everyone to really show up um, for this election that's coming up. Um, other than that, went out to the beach to try to escape some of the smoke that's uh, around us from the fires that continue to burn. Um, what else? Isabella saw her first basketball game against nice. L.A. Uh, Lakers versus the Nuggets. She looked over at me while she was eating. She said, "Dad, or Daddy, excuse me, I like basketball." <laughs> so, and that was great. Um, yeah. And, Found out your two-year-old's a bigger sports fan than you. Uh, yeah, almost two. Yeah, she, man, she'll be two next man. week. It's crazy. You know, there's a lot of uh, speaking of uh, RBG. I was one of these people, and. A lot of people say that she should have stepped down uh, during Obama's uh, term. So Obama could have put forth another, uh, she could have named another justice. She's like, oh, like, you know, she was still 80 when that happened. She should have stepped down. But, you know, as now that I'm seeing all these the members of the GOP just like stepping over themselves to be hypocrites, I'm just like, you know what, like, there's no blame that goes on to there's blame on our system and like what politics says like what like the fact that it's acceptable for everyone to literally say the words i wouldn't do this with a republican nomin- uh, a republican president like the people need to decide like i can't just you can't just jam through a supreme court justice actively trying to jam through a supreme court justice right now the body isn't even cold and they're talking about yeah. filling the seat it's just like, what the hell? Like, it really just ugh, it rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. It makes me lose a little faith in humanity, but mostly, you know, really old white people. <laughs> yeah, man, it's disgusting. It's, uh, I mean, that's really what it is. It's just like, what do you stand for? It's just, just it's just, it's just to get power. It's just to maintain power. Um, power and money, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, guess yeah. That's what makes the world go round. Um, yeah, I feel you. Have you guys seen the rap song on SNL that they did with about her, like a like a few years ago? Uh, yeah, that with oh. uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Oh God, I, I love Kate Middleton. Not Middleton. Is that Middleton? No, Kate no. McKinnon. 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 Yeah, I don't like Kate Middleton. <laughs> Tell me why you don't like Kate Middleton. <laughs> Well, from the gossip that I've been reading, (laughs) Kate McKenna. Yes, Kate McKenna. Oh, that every single time I watch it, it just makes me so happy. Like, and I like that they actually give in the in the rap song, like they give you know they state everything she has done, and it's just great. It's just great. Powerhouse, man. I love. She definitely was. Isabella has her her book, her children's book. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, I don't I, have it. I recommend it. Yeah, they. It's it's wild. It's really wild. I'm really hoping that you know people come out to vote, and if you're, uh, it's vote by register to vote by mail. It's regist- I think it's voter registration day today or tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. But 
I just really hope everybody's just making sure they're registered to vote. Like even at like some of our highest elections, our voter turnout is only like, what is it? 42%. Like it's crazy. Fucking, yeah. It's that abysmal. Just, like that people just don't vote. They don't give a shit. It's just nuts to me. I feel like, I mean, I mean it should be a national holiday. I, I it think. should. Um, it should. It really should. It's, I don't, it's, you know, it's, I think it's on purpose that it isn't. And it should be instead of, one day it should be like three days like what's going to happen with this election because like a lot of people are going to be mailing in their their votes it's a have you heard the term red mirage that could happen Mm -hmm. it's this idea that like on the night of the election on november 3rd it will look as it will possibly look as if trump is in the lead because uh a lot of i guess the the belief is that there are a lot of uh democrats are voting by mail and that uh, those will be tallied, you know, obviously not on November 3rd. So um, on that day of, it'll look like he is in the lead. But then as, you know, more votes come in, hopefully, you know, that lead gets taken away and, you know, Biden wins. Um, that's a possibility that some uh, political analysts are talking about. It's going to, I mean, shit, it's, this is going to be another Bush-Gore situation. And... um it just better not be Trump again. Yeah, honestly, like it's going to be very, very, it's going to be very, very hard. Um, but you know, flipping the Senate is at the top of my concern. Oh yeah, that's a bit yeah. Because like they can, impeach, they can impeach him again. Yeah, it's like it's not even. It's just about getting shit done. Like I don't have that much faith in the Democrats moving forward. Like we have a super, we have a super majority in California and we're still tripping over ourselves trying to create affordable housing, expand Medicare. Like it's still a big joke and we have a super majority. I don't know. You know, like I feel like we're just going to keep having the same argument over and over and over again. But anyway, I wanted to talk about something a little bit lighter that I thought was very, very, it, it made me happy. There was a, with it still looking very weird, it gave me a little, it was very, it made me very happy that literally every sport is being played right now. I don't think this has ever happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got baseball, you got football, tennis, basketball, hockey, everything is being played right now. No off seasons. And it's a lot to take in, but I love it. Dude, my boy, Matt Wolf fucking came in second. He was leading the U S we had the U S open this weekend too. He was leading it after three rounds. You know, he's only 21. He's from, uh, he's from Westlake. Ooh. Like it was, it's just dope. It was like it, this weekend was super exciting, even though he didn't win when he had the lead, uh, going into the fourth day, but you know, also got to see the Lakers got to see, uh, first game of the Stanley cup playoffs. Like it was, this Dodgers weekend was won. fucking awesome. Dodgers won, Lakers won. I'm happy. Yeah, I got to see my my Dolphins lose again. You know, super exciting. <laughs> I can't believe you're a Dolphins fan. It's so funny. Uh, it's Why? so hurtful. Well, I was a big Dan Marino fan as a kid, and so like uh, once I have a t- once I have a team, man, I, I I'm never leaving you. And so <laughs> it's it's just hurtful when come football season. I'm <laughs> football I, season's hurtful. You're Einhorn fi- fan also. Ihorn is Finkel. Finkel is Ihorn. I love that. Out, Dan. I love that all of Zan's sports references are movies. Yeah. Not all of them. Your gun the is digging them, into yeah. my hip. Uh, well, like, yeah. Also, 
uh, uh, Zan, you were talking about the movie the Social Dilemma, and did you like that movie? Um, yeah, I saw Social Dilemma. I think it. I think I thought it was really good. Um, a lot of people should see it because we are on these devices every day, and they control us to some degree or another. Uh, and it was it was very interesting seeing you know the person that created the like button, the person that created the infinite scroll. Um, come out and say how you know they weren't trying to make these uh blah, blah. they you know they weren't trying to they had good intentions going into it and they they didn't see they, they you know weren't aware of what it would become do you believe what, that um i don't know i don't know i mean the thing is like they were younger when they made them and created them and i could see that i could see that you know on one hand that they're just trying to make the make as many features as they could and make it really cool and keep people engaged um uh yeah i, I yeah i, I yeah, do I, see that but I, i'm like i'm not sure i'm like i'm not sure who's like you know behind them also like at what stage they jumped into the company like you know um they're all trying to make money and i get it but it's uh it's 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 scary. It's dangerous. I mean, the biggest thing is you see younger kids that are on social media and, you know, kids from like the age 10 to 14 having spikes in suicide rate now, you know, because, and it's, uh, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's a tool that we don't know all, we don't know how to use it very well. You know, it's ahead of, um, it's a, well, I, think, I think it's ahead of us. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, technology has grown at, at an exponential rate. We are still like, our minds are still at the level of, of hunter and gatherers pretty much. Um, so, you know, it's a, it was cool. I mean, listen, it was scary. Me. It was very scary, but I thought it was cool. Um, and uh, I, I've always had this like vision that, you know, the government or tech companies could, you know, pull up our profile of everything that we're doing and everything, we're, you know, of where we are on the internet. And they showed this in the, in the movie, in the documentary um and uh yeah i guess it made me more scared <laughs> yeah I, whatever. I, yeah i don't just dis i don't disagree you know i do think that people have the ability to disconnect and you know uh so hard man it is it's it like, is hard yeah like all of I, our lives are online now and it's like everything you need a fucking wi-fi connection to or internet connection to you know do something in this society um and it's so hard to disconnect it, it is i mean fuck it's a it's a conscious effort to do that and to make sure also like the biggest thing for us is like making sure that like isabella doesn't see us on our fucking phones all the time because that's the norm you see you know that's the norm now she you know and obviously she's going to be interacting with them and computers and you want her to be proficient with it but it's like it's their tools and we just haven't been taught that they are tools we were just like handed these devices and you know they 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 feed on our on our, you know basic instincts of uh, appraisal and um you know i don't know no Likes. I, no i i trust me i agree with you i i just you know i think that uh as far as it being ahead of us i think it's just we hang on to a lot of archaic pieces of our culture that are just not in line with what social media and what the internet has to offer. And now that you get exposed to all these different people and all these different cultures and different trends, 
you know, you get to feel like the other when something goes viral or something is trending and you don't know about it. So you have this urge to find it or be a part of it. And I, I get it. I understand. I understand completely. I mean, it all exacerbates things that we have that are toxic at the moment. It makes it worse. And, mm-hmm. you know, that actually gets into one of like most of the things that we're talking about that we're going to talk about today in our pod. Um, but let's take a quick break before we get into our main topic. This is Papa Don't Preach. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back here with Papa Don't Preach, and I want to dive right into some of our main topics. Yeah, you heard it right. As an S, there are multiple. Well, there's two. But uh, Mitch, Zan, I want to talk to you guys both about two things that I was thinking about and, you know, that we've talked about in the past, but I wanted to kind of dive into both of them. I want to talk to you guys about toxic masculinity and video games. Separate them, combine them. I want to find out uh you know first let's break down like the definition of toxic masculinity uh zan what it, what is toxic masculinity hey shut the fuck up hey, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that not i think that's an example um i don't want to hear about your feelings um according according to wikipedia in the social sciences, toxic masculinity refers to traditional cultural masculine norms that can be harmful to men, women, and society overall. And there's Ooh. a bunch more, but, but I think that starts that that's a a good little bit snippet. Well, I mean, it all starts with obviously the way you raise your kids and what we teach them as they grow up. Um, I know one thing that we've all heard when we were growing up: boys don't cry. Boys aren't supposed to cry. Boys don't cry. You got to stay tough. You got to man up. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's honestly a lot of reasons. There's a bunch of angry dudes running around right now. <laughs> like, seriously, like, uh, you know, when, do you guys, do any of you guys have an example of something that happened to you when you were a kid where you were told to, you know, man up and not like actually express how you felt about it? Not from my family. I would, I would only just from friends. Um, you know, you fall and you get hurt or something like that. Um, my dad was always not like you know, uh, coddling, but like just you know, just say, "Hey, are you good?" And then you know, get back at it. Friends were always like, you know, you pussy or whatever. Are you gonna cry? You know, stuff like that. Friends, man, assholes. Well, maybe if you weren't <laughs> being such a pussy all the time, nobody yeah, would be a bitch. Man up. That's a, I think even saying saying calling someone a pussy doesn't even make sense. And I think that's a form of toxic masculinity. Because I mean, if you flick someone in the nuts, a flick a guy in the nuts, just like barely tap it, you know, you're gonna drop to your knees. It doesn't oh, yeah. happen to your vagina. Why are you, why are you grabbing my nuts? I'm just I'm just highlighting how how like calling someone a pussy doesn't make sense because it's like and saying you have balls to do something, that doesn't make sense either, you know, because yeah. balls are just so delicate to the littlest flick and 
you can kick, you know, <laughs> one yeah. in the one. vagina. I'm not saying you, you do stop. this. You need to stop and, flicking your nuts. Yeah, well, I, I definitely don't flick my nuts. <laughs> but I I did try. I was trying to catch something like a week ago that was falling, and I caught it, but like hit myself in the nuts when I did it and like dropped to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's the worst. It's an automatic. It, it's a collapse. <laughs> it's a collapse. So it's like, so those, those, like, that's always been something that I've just never understood. Uh, and I think it, you know, I think does, does that fall under toxic masculinity? I of would course think it so. Does. Of course it does. I, yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have a good ring to it. I wish it had like a better name. Like, you can call somebody a scrotum. Like, hey, you're being a real scrotum right now. <laughs> like, oh, I'm being what, weak and exposed? <laughs> like, yeah, I understand what Zan is saying. Like, you know, the vagina is probably like the strongest thing on the planet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A human <laughs> comes through that. Oh, man. Crazy. Yeah, I, there's times where I sit down the wrong way and then I'm just like, <laughs> it's over. That's actually why I stopped wearing boxers. I go strictly briefs. Keeps everything. Boxer briefs. Keeps everything contained. It's because we're getting older and our schnooties are hanging down a little bit lower than we like. <laughs> Well, I sat on a schnut. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, when we when you guys were playing sports growing up, you know, there was we always had to be tough. You know, like I I, was something that followed me for a long time. I know when I won a game, I would just walk away. You know, that was it. I won. That was great. That feeling would last like a few hours and it was done. But when I lost it would stick with me until the next week for the next game. You know, I just like hated the feeling of losing and it was like drilled into me at a very, very young age that I had to be the best and I had to show no emotions. And like, it was just something that was there, you know, like I have, you know, I think most foreign parents will under uh, most foreign kids who have uh, or second generation or first generation kids who have uh, immigrant parents will understand, you know, like, like they're stuck. Oh, you don't cry. Boys have to be this way. Women have to be this way. And, you know, it's, it's really messed up the way that society treats young boys. Like we all know that they treat women and girls like shit, but I think we kind of turn a blind eye to how we treat young boys and turn them into shitty old men. Definitely. You know? We're taught to, we're taught to hide our feelings, to hide our emotions, to not speak about them. And then, we're full of testosterone and a lot of that time, a lot of the time it comes out in aggressive and violent ways. Um, and it, going back to, I don't think it, to what you said about um, first gen kids, you know, like uh, I don't think it's just immigrant parents. I think it's, it, you know, you see it, you see it, you know, exp- exposed in, you know, American movies from, I don't know, since they were made um, that aggression, that same kind of mindset uh, regarding, you know, kids. But I think with, with immigrant, with immigrant parents, it's more of like, you kind of just like, you you like, as, as the adult, you shut up and just kind of do what you can to, to get by and get through and, and, um, you know, make a better life because I I feel like, and I could be wrong. I feel like there's this kind of uh, a feeling that immigrants have to where, you know, you got to this country and you just, you know, you just want to make it. You want to put your head down and, and you know, take care of you, get yours, and and you know, make a, a success out of yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, that yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. I know that. Yes. Uh, 
All right, well, <laughs> you got to make it a thing. All right. <laughs> well, I think what it you comes- hear that, Tanya? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, it's I think it's like more or less like, you know, if you had an immigrant parent that comes over here and, you know, when, you know, that type of struggle is completely different and then compared to if they like when that immigrant parent has a child over here or wherever they are, um, you know, and they were to, they see them whining or crying over something. And it's like, do you know what, like, that's like, I used to walk up, <laughs> I used to walk to school <laughs> in the snow and both ways were uphill. Like, and shit like, that. like you're, just, you're just whining about some bullshit. Like, stop, just stop whining. Like, shut up. Like, and that's, you know, I can remember like, in sports, you know, playing baseball, if I got hit by a pitch and, you know, plenty of times that I had cried as a young kid. And you know, I remember my dad being wow, like, Obi. And, I, wow. and I, and I can remember my dad, you know, a few times being like, you know, does crying make it feel better? Did, does it feel like, does, does that pain like to tear, like, does that make you, does it make anything feel better? And it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> No, but these, this water's coming from my my eyeballs, <laughs> like you know. And then I I probably I you know I'm one I'm I have no problem saying that I didn't really show much emotion until I had Sailor, you know. And then I watched a League of Their Own last night, and I you know cry for an hour and a half out of a two hour movie. <laughs> we are members of the All America team. We come from city <laughs> near and far. Like that shit, that that movie kills me. All sports oh. movies kill me, but that one always oh. gets to me. Dude, I'm uh, I remember last time I cried in a movie. I rewatched. It was actually a sports movie as well. It was a uh, it was a uh, Keanu Reeves. What was that movie with Keanu Reeves where he's like this piece of garbage, like loan shark the that has to coach? No, no. Oh, John, John Wick. The re- the replacements. No, no, no. <laughs> you all the replacements during that. Oh, so good. No, I no, love no. that. It was a base. It was a baseball movie. He had to coach like a little league team. You remember? He like he was a loan mm-hmm. shark. I I forgot what it is. Like Keanu Reeves was a loan shark, and uh, he had to like get his pay his debts or something, and had to coach a little league team. And you know, spoiler alert. This little league team was like in the inner city, and it was uh, it was it was called Hardball. It was called Hardball, and oh man, that movie will rip your at your heartstrings, man. It's very underrated. It's all these inner city black kids that are on this like ragtag team, and you know, there's still the elements of the streets that they have to overcome as as lo- as well as play baseball. And man, that movie just chokes me up every single time i'm just like oh they got it so hard like oh my god but yeah uh uh what what mitch what you were saying about you know walking uphill both ways like it's it's definitely the truth like our parents wanted us to be tough they wanted us to like you know be the men and telling little boys to be men is it fucks with your head a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I, really... it does, but I think like that. I think like the main, like you know, you know, as a society, we're still learning. So, you know, we're it, it, it's like you get those little those sayings, 
you know, rather than just saying like, hey, life's tough. Like it's not everything ain't easy. And, you know, the older you get, the harder things get once you have a family. Well, you know, and I think that's like when you're a little kid, we're just using the wrong phrases and we're trying to explain to a, a young child that really doesn't get that much anyway, you know, that. Hey, shit's gonna get so much worse. So you're if you're crying over this, you better you better toughen the fuck up. And it's we it's just been something that's been done wrong. Yeah. In I, my I, personal it, instead of explaining, we got we got like, hey, if you think this is hard, like you don't know, you know, you don't know shit. It it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. And, but I also it's like it's important to that like to not coddle, but like to show validation. I don't know if validation is the right word, but yeah, to show someone's feelings, like why not? Yeah, I guess to show validate. Yeah, I'm saying you know, and then like, and explain. I mean, that's the thing. Like we're you know, I think if we just explain more to our kids and just talk to them more, that helps a lot. Um, it does, but like I said, like we're still like as human beings, we are still learning. Oh yeah, and we're gonna fuck up in one way or another. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's gonna. It's, <laughs> It's going to take a while before, you know, things are okay. Uh, but that's just, as of right now, you know, that is like, oh, that's, it's, it's human nature right now, what we're doing. But you see, I think you see, at least I see that. Sorry for interrupting. What'd you say? No, I said it's just up to, it's up to us as, you know, the younger generation and as we have kids and it's, it's up to us to make those changes to where, but like, this is something that, that, people didn't talk about like when our kids were kids like when our parents were kids i know yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm our kids, our kids, our kids. <laughs> you know like oh yeah it's just it it's a it's a weird thing like no one brought up toxic masculinity like that was that wasn't something that was ever brought up yeah it was it's it was like people would talk about it, but I would say like the Me Too movement is the one that made it mainstream. That said, like, hey, this is a bad thing, and uh, you know, I I can't really explain to you what it is, but I know it when I see it, you know. And you know, uh, there's still things that we do today that reinforce that. Like, well, we're I was just talking about it, marriage. That's another thing, you know. Like the fact that woman takes the man's last name for what reason? Why? What is the point? Because that's there... how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, <laughs> that's... goddamn right. I think, <laughs> right. Thinking... I think I'm making a joke about it. I have really no fucking clue. <laughs> it's the patriarchy. I mean, so so then patriarchy in general, would that be t- toxic masculinity? Well, yeah. I mean, like, why would the man have to? Because, like, the whole idea, like, we, like, we're talking about, you know, we were talking earlier about how you know, we're not, we haven't caught up to technology because we're still clinging on to all these archaic cultural rules, but like, well, I don't think it's just like archaic cultural rules. Also it's that. And also just like our, our genetic makeup, our, you know, um, yeah. Well, like we still treat, we still, we street, we still treat like men as the breadwinner and women, women that like raises the family. They're like, they're, Right. mothering ties they rear the babies and like they they hold the house down but like in the percentage of dual working households haven't changed 
But that doesn't change what men have to deal with. That changes what women have to deal with. Now women are being mothers, making up the home and going to work. They have their, you know, we just expanded what women are responsible for. You know, like in this country, like what is paternity leave is a joke. What do you get? Like five weeks? You get five weeks for paternity leave? It gets worse and worse every year. No, I think yeah. it, I, I, well, I think it's getting better. I don't know what it is now, but I think I've been seeing, I mean, I'm on the hunt for work right now, but so I've been seeing like a lot of companies are, you know, highlighting that they do give paternity leave. Um, so I don't know. I think it might be eight weeks. Um, eight weeks is still a fucking joke. You should get three months. I agree. I, I mean, get... I agree hundred percent. I mean, in Europe and areas, it's a year and your job your... is guaranteed for when you come back. And that's such a, a good long-term look for your economy and for your workforce. Um, anyways, that's a whole nother topic, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's so great for that. Like that a child needs that. <laughs> they need that parent yeah. around for like, it, it shouldn't be five weeks and like, Hey, I got to get back to work so that we can survive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was lucky when Isabella was born, uh, I was consulting and I was, you know, lucky enough to where we were set up to where I, I set up my own paternity leave to, you know, be home during that time while Tani was, and it's, uh, it was such a blessing. Um, such, yeah, such a blessing. Um, we yeah, need, I, we need it. Kids I got a month. Crazy. I got a month off, and you know, like I basically had to go back to work two weeks after my son was born, and just to think that you know, uh, you know, like if my kid's mom had to go back to work three months later. That would have been like insane, you know, like the like, I don't know, I don't even know how some women can do it after three months. Like no, you're like the minimum should be there. I mean the minimum like, it's, it's not even just the bond, it's like everything your body and your mind goes through. Yeah. It's like like I I, I mean like I know for me part of the bond. Well like, like I all know, of it like for at least female. Sorry. Wait, so what'd you say? No, I'm considering the bond, like, you know, just on, like, on multiple, like, everything that you're saying, like, that's what I consider, like, the bond. The bond? Like? Yes, between uh, mother and child. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. But I'm I'm mostly talking about, like, the emotional, like, the most, like, the emotional Olympics that are going through a woman's brain, the, the risk of postpartum, especially the body returning to normal, like, all the physical okay. changes, like, you can't say that the, a woman can just bounce back after, you know, being pregnant for nine, 10 months. And then three months later, be ready to go back to work and deal with the stress of a work environment, especially in cities where like, there's all this shit going on. And some people are dealing with family. And like, one of the things that I, I advice I got was like, you know, nobody should come over to the house. Like, you know, grandparent like the doctors are saying like oh your grandparents and your cousins and your aunts and your uncles everybody's going to come and see the baby like you got to put a a no-no to that like it's too overwhelming like you and it's the truth would you say that the way in which at least in america that um like pregnancy and birth um are portrayed for on the side of the of women is a form of toxic masculinity Fuck i yeah, think so because it's very it's like the scary thing and it's always women fucking yelling when they're giving birth and it's like um the beauty of it all is i feel like is takes a back seat um to, yeah it, it's 
I was just thinking about that. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like it's part of that the patriarchy of it. I, I don't know. It's um, it's a business. It's toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's a business. You know, they everything that we do. If you can't make money out of it, fuck it. So if you can, exploit it, and that's what it is. You know, like I remember like, when I was staying up all night and like going crazy in my head. I came up with all these ideas that I thought could help, and like one of the, I forgot what it was called. Oh, it was called Boober. I came up with this idea called Boober. <laughs> and it was a service that transports breast milk back to, like, if a mother had to go back to work and she had to pump. So she's not, like, sitting with a cooler and milk at her office. But this company would take the breast milk and <laughs> deliver it back home or to the babysitter or to the husband or whoever's watching the baby. And it was called Boober. But Get that website. Her, 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 <laughs> Pervert. But just so you know, that's exact. That's another thing where I'm like, oh, am I taking advantage of this situation? Because that shouldn't have to exist. A woman should stay home for a year, and a, or a guy should be able to take a year off so they can raise a child. Like, what the hell? Like, right. It's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah I, got, I, mean, I got a I got a week off. Oh, that's terrible. So, what are some things you think? Well, like besides us just raising better people like do you think that there should be some things that change in the corporate world do you think that schools should be stepping up on how they teach uh boys young men like how they how sport like you know what do you think there's some good steps that we can take to kind of curb this parents i said parents, the it, the parents. It, it'll start, but i mean that but that's the main thing i don't think i I I don't a teacher. Unfortunately, teachers are so also over so overwhelmed. You have twenty five kids, like you can't, like they don't have time to do that. I mean, you would have to set up a, a class kind of, and I don't think you should just have like a toxic masculinity class, but some type of um, a psychology based class. Class, um, I don't know if it's middle school, high school, just that kind of intro, introduces. I don't know if you introduce you know that specifically or just you introduce the tools of how to you know communicate better <laughs> or yeah. control your emotions or um because I think just by continuing to expose kids and people to that to where that's okay to talk about those feelings um I think that will help but you yeah, do but have to it... shift in corporate America and I also I mean I, I agree with you on the parents but you know not all parents are doing that I mean you see obviously not all parents are no, but I'm saying like, okay, so if we like take into like teacher or class, okay, now as a young child or as a young male, are you going to, if your dad is someone that's like hard on you and, you know, telling you not to be a pussy or whatever it may be, and you have a teacher telling you, hey, it's okay, like to show these feelings, what what do you think that kid's going to do? Is he going to listen to a teacher or is he going to listen to it, their their parent? It's, I mean, I it, it, can go, it can go either way, man. It just depends. Yeah. I mean, but, but I think it's very, it's, it's it, 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 it very well could, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, it is on, it's, oh, it's always going to be on the parent. And well, I mean, like, there's a perfect example. Like when you were sitting at the di- dinner table, when you were in sixth grade, if you went to the dinner table and you were like, hey, mom, can you pass me the fucking peas? She'd probably slap the shit out of you. Be like, don't swear at the dinner table. But you go to school and you're like, hey, Maggie, hey, give me your fucking Capri Sun. All right, motherfucker, that's all good. Because you can get away with that shit. Like, you understand how to act in front of your parents and how to act 
outside the house. And even if your parents are like, hey, it's okay to show your emotion or like, oh, if you, even if your parents are just like, it's okay to show your emotions, it's okay to be sad. And you're like, oh, okay. And then some kid at school calls you a bitch or says like, hey, you're being a little girl. And you're like, oh, uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing? Like what's going on? Like you have to deal with that. Like, so that's why I can't, it's not up to the parents. Like I'm saying besides the parents, because obviously you can't have parents teaching their kids the wrong thing, but there has what to be that? something out there where- It has to come from like overall societal- Yeah, like um, we have to be able to talk about this. Like but is that a kid like, being have, excited because they have an opportunity to swear at one place and they know they can't do it at another? Yes. Like Amanda and I, we don't we don't even really acknowledge when Sailor curses. Like if she does, like because she knows she thinks she's going to be funny when she says it, but there's no real acknowledgement that goes along with it. And at the end of the day, in my opinion, it's just a word. It is really just a word. So <laughs> I, I, for real. No, I mean, it's just it's just a word like if she's dropping f-bombs then you know but we don't like we don't talk like that in front of her yeah words have meanings man you know like i understand that well mitch (laughs) i don't think you do all right fuck you (laughs) well you know what i'm completely fine i'm gonna man up I'm here. I'm here if you want to talk about it. I'll call you no. later, Sam. Not you, Mitch. You can fuck off. <laughs> you started this. Uh, no, but yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like, you know, when I was in high school, we had like we had like these seminars and all this shit, like all the time for like stupid shit. You know, we had the drunk driving class. We had the dare program. We had all this government bullshit show up at our school that I don't really think did a damn thing. And I just, dare? Okay, I have, I have a, sorry, I got to jump. I have a theory on dare that I think because uh, dare put marijuana to be this horrible, terrible thing that when kids or when people, you know, when kids tried weed and like, Oh, this isn't that bad. Then it made them think, what else did they lie about? Cocaine must not be that bad either. Or, you know, and everything else. So I think. <laughs> yeah, cocaine's that's... a hell of a, a, hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> that's your hot um, take, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened. <laughs> uh, well, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Well, like, that's, that's the other thing that I'm saying is, like, it because we put our kids out there, at some point, your kids spend more time with teachers and students than they do with you. That's just a fact. That's going to happen. And that is going to have an impact on the kids. So if you're sending your kid to a place where he's going to be exposed to toxic masculinity over and over and over again, it's, it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of stop it. How do we stop it? I, like I said, I think, uh, in my opinion, I'm going to put on, hold on, let me put on my, like, it's a podcast, so you can't see it, but I have my fake glasses with no lenses on it to give me the feel of a professor. Oh, uh, you, okay, party rock. Yeah, those are your party glasses. All right, well, I'm taking them off because I don't like being made fun of. <laughs> <laughs> it's toxic in here. Uh, but no, like, so, like, you know, just, uh, you know, when... Uh, even when you start your kids out in little league, uh, if you guys go to boy scouts, any extracurricular activity, 
you know, like we should even make like camp, like advertising campaigns about just expressing yourself, learning how to deal with your feelings. Like it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to get angry. You know, like all of these emotions that we have that are natural, which should be okay. Like we should be able to know like what our limits are. Like you can't, you can't lose a game and then flip a table, freak out and punch a hole in the wall. Like you have to know Why? how to control yourself. As like you might hurt yourself, you might hurt somebody. And, you know, like dealing with your emotions and knowing like- that it's okay and you can get better. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Like those things can be taught but- by coaches and teachers. But it also like that. That's kind. Of, it's a lot of stuff that does come with age, though. Like when you're a kid, it, you don't really know, and it's you don't know how to control your emotions sometimes. Well, right. Of well, course, yeah. I mean, that's why you. But, have it, to be it, there but, to... but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like it. I don't even know how to really like explain what I'm thinking. But it's not like. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, going it's, back. Very, it's very simple. It's very, very simple. It's, if a, it's, if a no, I don't know if, if it was so like, simple, it's not simple. Don't it say is simple, very, it is not. very simple. It is very no. simple. If a kid is crying, if a little boy is crying, instead of saying, don't cry and man up, say it's okay. Talk to them about what they're feeling. Like it's very, it's not like. Yeah, no, but as a child, it's hard, it's hard for a kid to express their emotions on how they feel. This is true, but I think if you give them, continue to give them opportunities to to work on expressing that, to and you kind of help them out, then you know with time it gets easier, um, and and they get more comfortable yeah. doing. Keyword that. there, time being, which means you're getting older and you're learn like you learn. Right, yeah, but like doing it, doing it from a younger age, starting from a younger age, and just trying to, it, it also just acknowledging like you're upset, like with Isabella, like when she starts to have get upset and all. And I don't even know what she's mad about at the time. I'm like, I just acknowledge, like, I see that you're angry. Like, I know that you're upset and, you know, just try to talk it out. A, a, a quick thing on like, on um, managing like emotions, like uh, Obi, you, might, you mentioned this some other time about, um, you know, having kids, they're making kids meditate in detention now, mm-hmm. right? That's, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just happening in LA, a very LA thing to do. But um, <laughs> it, it's been showing to have positive effects on these kids. So, you know, instead of just like sending their asses in detention, they're making them meditate. And, you know, that that's one example of, you know, getting control over your emotions. Obviously, after they've, you know, done something that requires them to go to t- detention. But um, it's little steps. You know, at schools put kids in detention. Like, you can go to detention for almost anything. Yeah, I was in detention a lot. I picked up a lot of trash. Calabasas High was very clean because I didn't know how to keep my dad damn mouth shut. <laughs> well, see what's wrong with having a response. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, my my response was usually something at somebody else's expense because I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. You know? But, okay, so at what age do you think you could, were you able to? Well, honestly, do you, do you, can you fully deal with your emotions now? Of course not. Or do you still, or, or do you still not. hide them? Of course not, man. Like I'm just, I'm still learning on how to control my emotions. Like it was just last year that I started figuring out that I can't be getting a, like I, I shouldn't just be getting angry, but I should actually 
uh, analyze that anger, get to the root of that anger so I can express myself more clearly. Like that first reaction, if somebody says something I don't like, my first reaction is to hit them back to make them hurt. But that shouldn't be the way that I respond. You know, I should find out like, okay, why did that hurt me? And what's my next move here? Like that's something that I- Call him an idiot. Call him an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell them that you're- Dog face, get out of here. Tell them their parents don't love them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I forgot Sam's move. (laughs) (laughs) I try to remind myself to like, I call, I say like, don't be a knee jerk. So you don't, you know, to not have a knee jerk reaction. Oh, um, is that what that is? Oh, thank you for explaining that. I fucking hate you. <laughs> God damn it. See, internalize <laughs> that for a second. Think about why it hurt, and then come but, back. But and... yeah, but yeah, last week it was no. What Isabel's going to do is first she's going to hurt them emotionally. We <laughs> <laughs> can really think about think about it all. <laughs> oh. I mean, but, yo. Going on to the next topic of video games and talking. Oh, you want to? Yeah, you want to get out of this now because you got caught on your last. No, we can go into it. I just don't want to make. No, but like this, Zan Zan is right. Like, uh, even even video games. Like, I love video games. I fucking love video games. But think about every female character. What are some of the best female characters in video games? They're all slim, big titted, big titted women. Laura Croft, like (laughs) it's like. You know, like when, like when are we going to be able to get video games that aren't so f- fucking one-dimensional? Like, I mean, it's starting. I mean, well, b- the big part of that was that you only had men making video games for the longest time. For the like, longest that seen, time, that, that, that was seen as like developers and game designers as a you know a male cent- a male focused. Uh, um, well, as male fe- male focused work. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn is an amazing game with a with a a female lead, which I highly recommend. Have uh, you guys played it? Horizon. I don't have to think I've Horizon played it. Horizon Zero Dawn. It's really good. It takes place way in the future after like civilization has killed itself. Is that it where the, in Denver? Is that where you fight like a bunch of big dinosaurs and shit? I think I know that one. It's like they're like robot animals. It's it's really good. Oh. And the lead character is is a is a. Was it on Atari? Is that no, I mean, it's on PlayStation. It's PlayStation Four. They got a new one coming out for PlayStation Five. Come on, come on. I only play, I only play Call of Duty War, bro. I'm too young for Atari. I only do first-person shooters. Well, I'm like, do you think like the way that women are depicted in video games, like excluding Horizon and uh, you know, The Last of Us, but you know she's what's supposed to be like 13 in that game. So that'd be weird if they drew a 13 year old with big tits and something like that. But uh, you know, the way, the way that women are portrayed in these video games, you know, it's like, how do like, how do you even think of a fun game where like, what's, what is a GTA five without all the racism and uh, misogyny? Like how fun is that game going to be? If you have a choice of characters <laughs> and you're picking characters, now whether it's male or female, and like you, you just have this fat slob, are you picking them? There's a solid chance you're not. I mean, every once in a while, you, like me, I would probably pick one of them because, you know, I want to. Well, GTA want to do GTA Five is a perfect <laughs> example of that. In Grand Theft Auto Five, you play three character. This like piece of garbage, 
like thief that lives in like that lives in the city, and he had like this redneck balding toothless schizophrenic like, guy. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, the most amazing cul-de-sac ever. Yeah, and and then you have you have Franklin, you have this black dude, you know, like at any point somebody in the like, oh, why don't we have one of these characters be a woman? Like they just like, no, we're gonna have it be three dudes. Right. And I mean in the history of games for the most part it's been, you know, the male character going and saving, you know, the damsel in distress. I mean you have it for Mario. Um, yeah, Mario, Donkey Kong, uh, Zelda. Like the game is I mean, called everything. Zelda, and you never play a Zelda. <laughs> you know, like right. you're Link the entire yeah, game. <laughs> I, I, honestly, like I played, <laughs> I played Zelda all the way through Super Nintendo, and I loved the game. And it what like it must have been years that I realized that Link's character was not called Zelda. I was like, wait a yeah. minute. <laughs> I was like, wait, he's not Zelda. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so I never like I would never go through the storyline. I just want to play the game and stuff. And yeah, it's it, it, it's weird. Like even uh, the on like what are so here? You already said Horizon, Mitch. You said uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like I did. You guys, I'm sorry, not Grand Theft Auto. You said uh, uh, Call of Duty. What are when you guys were growing up? What were some of like the best games? Like what was your top three? You go. You go first, Mitch. Top three. You're you're ten years old. You're on your Sega. What is it? Oh. All right. So okay. So that would be. We'll go with Excite Bike. We'll go with Ooh. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh. We'll shit. go with uh, uh, Madden on Sega. Um, was that straight another... Madden? Was it like just Madden, or was it like? Yeah, it was like no. It was it. It always had the year. So. I think like the or in Tecmo Tecmo Bowl Tecmo Bowl that was my With shit. Bo Jackson Jerry Rice <laughs> oh my god just thinking of the touchdown where you jump up on the guy and he throws up the finger like he gets to lift it up woo yeah. um yeah uh I mean obviously just the original Mario Brothers Duck Hunt because that was the first game where you could like you got a gun too where you, you could, could shoot. shoot things yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> all right all right I, I, asked, I asked for three mitch all right now he's getting too excited <laughs> so so okay those are good games uh those are really good games I'm sorry that i love video games at 37 <laughs> so, hey, mitch, video games video games are interactive art I, okay. I hell yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 all right so zan what were your video games growing up um, Mario Kart for sure. The oh. um, M- NBA Jam. Ooh. Uh, Tournament yeah. edition or regular? Uh, I, I don't remember, honestly. Who was your team? I, the Bulls. Oh, I always went with the Hornets. I was, yeah. Golden, uh, I was the Golden State, which is crazy. Yeah, I was Golden State. Who the hell was the, even the, Who was that too? Sorry, go ahead, Zach. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to list my, my games, all right? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Jurassic Park on Sega. <laughs> You guys play that? I had, I, it on Game Gear. I had it on Game Gear. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, also True Lies on my Game Boy. True Lies. I love that game. Holy Dude, what about bo- 007 Bond? Oh, oh yes. Of yeah. course. Of Slap course. fight. Um, but, yeah. Those are the old ones. I mean, yeah. Growing up. Yeah. I think, like, for me, what one of my do? favorite games of all time was Super Mario Brothers on NES, Super NES. Like, with Yoshi going through the whole... Like, that was my... That game was the best. Like I remember, they had a star level, and I couldn't. Like 
me and my brother used to clown on the stage, but all I don't know if you guys remember all the stage names on this when you collected all the stars was like radical, tubular. Like those are the name of all the levels, and it was ridiculous. But another like I'm a big beat 'em up guy, so I love the Streets of Rage and Battle Toads, Double Dragon. That was my Contra shit. Instinct, Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct. Well, it's the fighting. Those are the fighting games, like fighting. Oh, yeah, like the side scroll beat 'em ups. You know where you're just like. You know, you hit the streets and you got to beat up everyone and then get to the boss. Like that was, that was my shit. But X-Men uh, and Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh yeah. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, Turtles I love that one at the, I love that one at the arcade. Even though it's yeah. the same thing, but playing it at the arcade was the shit. You can play with four people. It was great. Yep. Dude, I still remember the blood code for Mortal Kombat. A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You want to well, you want to know con- contras too? I <laughs> Up, don't. down, left, right, ABA. <laughs> uh, well, so one thing that all these games that we love had in common: zero women, no women at all. Not to be depicted. I mean, not not as the male, yeah, not, not as, not as no, the like, character, not as a lead character. Some sometimes, uh, you know, the characters will be saving women, but. You know, I always thought to myself, like, why don't more girls play video games? And it's because it wasn't marketed to them. Like, it wasn't something that was meant for, like, I feel like for a long time, all the fun shit was just for dudes. Like, <laughs> everything was marketed to what? dudes. It's because the was... girl, girls got cool clothes. <laughs> <laughs> every store every store in the mall was for a, a female. Are you, and are it's, you it's still to, is. told to be one thing or another. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of that patriarchy. <laughs> so you sound like uh, Stacy Dash and Clueless right now. <laughs> nice, nice stems. <laughs> Tomb yeah. Raider, Tomb Raider is a, is a solid one. Yeah, that didn't. And you come saw, out you to, saw like, right? It didn't come out to a PlayStation, and same right. thing. You also saw like the evolution, though. How like at first it was like you know thin and big boobs, and then like the most recent one, you know, so like a, a pretty woman, but also more normal <laughs> yeah looking yeah, yeah. And she actually looks like like a woman who would be a archaeologist like right. running through tombs and stuff like with the bow and arrow all cut up and like laura croft was just like i got these two guns i have shorts that end right at my v-line <laughs> and huge tits that was it oh. are you okay bitch <laughs> Yeah, right, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What just happened there?" Bringing back a, bringing back Angel- a playthrough, your first playthrough. I'm like breaking down Laura Croft, and Mitch is on the other side moaning. Gross. <laughs> Bab him hard. <laughs> um, so, real quick before we uh, before we end, will you guys let your kids play video games? Absolutely. Yes. Sam? Not yes, not for a while, but yes. Sailor can Definitely. play. Everything has to be muted. I do not want have to hear one thing that any of these people say because they say the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, what video what game is Sailor gonna play? Wait, yeah, what is she playing? Oh, uh, no! Right now, she the game I let her play right now is like a Disney game where she has. Uh, it's pretty fun, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like all ga- all games are becoming more and more interactive. Oh, you're talking about okay, multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want, like, I hear like seven year olds say just like shit where I'm just like, 
and I literally will spawn. Like I'll turn off, I'll take mute off, and I'll be like, "Your parents need to spank your ass." <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you are a problem. Well, like, like I mean, you if you're start. if your parent like these parent like, and it's also it's these kids like they know their parents are in the other room. I mean, but they say like some racist, fucked up shit. Where I'm like, oh my god. I like I, my mind from the parents. My mind is no, nah. no. I don't know if that could always just comes from parents. That comes from like at school, school, and shit. school too. Yeah, I mean that goes back to what Obi was saying. Like most of the time, as their kids get older, that they're they spend most of their time at school or with friends. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I'll, I'll probably I'll let the I'll let the bozo play video games. I'll probably start them off with adventure games and sports games. Like I won't let them play Call of Duty or any of that. Like yeah, that but even like sports games get bad. Kinds of, yeah, sports games get bad, but you can still play. You know, the computer. You can still just the computer. Yeah, like, you can play each other though. I think yeah, so. I can, for like, I don't I think can whoop on him like over and over again. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> forever <laughs> you never let them win oh uh-huh. man playing video games with my brother and just like there's nothing worse than having an older brother just literally berate you as he's beating your ass in a video video game there's nothing worse nothing worse than that dude my dad i remember when we got nintendo and i don't know what's funny is like we have the internet now I don't know how he found out how to get like the 99 lives on Mario Brothers. So it was like, oh, we each get three lives and then, you know, the next person will play. And then I don't know if he was buying like video game magazines to figure out this goddamn cheat code. But then my dad would just play the whole night in my bedroom while I had to just sit there and watch him play. (laughs) They'd be like, well, it's bedtime. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's actually a really good uh, video game documentary on Netflix right now uh, called High Score. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I, I watched like the first two episodes and the, uh, there's a chick on there that, you know, she went and randomly played at a mall and she won the thing to be uh, like she got the highest score out of all the kids and she was able to go on to like the next tournament. I think uh, I forget what game it was. It's a Japanese game. But it was pretty cool. I mean, I think just a lot of. It's not, I don't know if it's not their thing. But there's a, like, like just video games in general. But there's a lot of like a lot of girls that actually play like Call of Duty and stuff like that that are super fucking good. Well, it's been opening up more. I mean, in the sense where you have like more female desi- game designers and just also the idea of, you know. I guess it is with toxic masculinity of like, you know, you know, know your roles you're supposed to be. Maybe that's not it actually, but just gender roles of like what things you're supposed to be into as a girl and as a boy. And that's, that's, you know, going by the wayside now more and more. Um, and it's yeah. great. It's fucking great. It's, uh, I love it. Tanya, Tanya is great at Tetris and we have like game nights where like we'll play, uh, like backgammon chess and then and then have like a tetris uh as our like tiebreaker if we you know if we're tied. <laughs> tetris attack um and she's really good at mortal Kombat, and i'm not good at it and it's very upsetting um you better I can't get some practice hours in dude i can't beat her it's so upsetting <laughs> um but finish I think, him I, I think it's yeah 
I think it's just because like, you know, our society, it's, you know, girls have been taught you're not supposed, you know, you're supposed to like this and not that. And this is for boys and this is for girls. And it's like, you know, with technology and with everything going on, we're just like throwing that to the side. Like just do you. Um, yeah. And that's great. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I really wish I, I really wish there was like a, a device where I could just snap my fingers and we can just make some fucking progress on this, but it's a slow road. It's a slow hill. There are some changes out there. I'm glad that I'm talking to two people that do see the error of the cultural ways right now and will actively engage in changing it. And uh, yeah, I just, without getting bushy, I love you guys. It's really nice. Love you uh, too, buddy. Oh man. Love you too. All right. Okay. Don't get all mushy on me. Uh, so let's take a break and let's get back with Papa's pulpit. Uh, this is Papa Don't Preach. We'll be right back. to the end of our pod guys this is our last segment called papa's pulpit this is a segment where we rant about things that we don't like things that we might like or things that just rub us the wrong way uh so first up to the pulpit zan what's irking you well uh unfortunately unfortunately i'm one of the many people looking for work right now consistent work and it pisses me off every time i finish you know, tailoring my resume to a position and, you know, wrapping it nicely with a bow. And then once I attach it and I hit next, then it wants me, the the website wants me to just refill in my entire resume on their own uh, database or whatever the hell it is, their own, you know, screen. Uh, and then they also want me to create an account for the position or for the the login or the portal. And it's, I don't understand. Just just open the resume, look at it, and say yes or no. Don't make me go through, you know, more hoops. And I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. It's like it's it's so frustrating when you're trying to be efficient and you're trying to show, you know, some individuality with with uh, you know, your work and what you've done and and you're reaching out to these to these companies and then they just make you fucking just write everything else in again. It's uh I it's I don't, I don't understand it. I haven't looked into like why they do it. I just don't fucking care. Just look at my, look at it and say yes or no. Like it's, I don't, I shouldn't have to create an account just to apply for a job. It's, um, it's stupid. Uh, Stupid. That sounds awful. I remember my kid's mom, same thing. And she had like a shitty PC that she used to work on. I felt so bad that she would have to like upload the resume then go to the site re-enter everything in her resume resume and all these little bubbles they always have like a shitty a platform that you that they're working with too it's like what the fuck is this ancient javascript i'm working with what the fuck i feel for you man that's shitty Ugh. and if they automatically import the information that they pull everything's just fucked up and you have to reorganize it all um it's not efficient 
it needs to stop. And um, yeah, hopefully I won't have to deal with that hey. for much longer. Anyways, that's it. Well, thanks for sharing, Zan. That sounds irritating as hell. But mm. uh, why don't you step down right now? And Mitch, why don't you step up to the pulpit? Tell me what's irking you. Donkeys. I can't stand donkeys. I don't understand why they're even still around or why people even use them. <laughs> I understand that they got us like through the Oregon Trail, but just the, the sound they make, just unless it's a miniature donkey, like miniature donkeys are dope. A regular why? donkey. Because, wait, wait, why are miniature donkeys dope? Because I almost want to bring a few into my home. <laughs> they're just as loud, just so you know. <laughs> That's fine, but a big donkey that makes that shit. Like I just, I, I just don't care for you. I don't care for you. I don't. We don't need you anymore. You, you don't have to take me anywhere. I'm not putting my luggage on your butt for you to take me across a dirt trail. I just, just but they donkeys bug me. Sounds they like privilege over here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I don't need a horse either. <laughs> All right. Well, now that's a little. That makes sense. If I automobile, if I'm riding anything, it's a, a giant sea turtle. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if I have to hit land, uh, you know. So you're not a fan of the boros. I'll put a saddle on a on a wolf. <laughs> no, they're just. Have you yeah. met a donkey? Have you ever met a donkey? Not like a donkey, yeah. like a person that I refer to as a donkey. Yeah. Like... I was like, hello, donkey. <laughs> they just seem, they seem slow. <laughs> they're, not, they're not all there. Yeah, all right. Dumb, dumb donkeys. Okay. Well, Mitch, can uh, let me let me make a deal with you here. Uh, if you a- give me a donkey, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> I- <laughs> Ooh, we we can make that happen. I, I, there's a oh, at Griffith Park. They got the donkey ride over at Griffith. Let me take you there. Let's meet a donkey. And if you still hate the donkey after that, I'll I'll agree with you that they're stupid. I love all. <laughs> they just seem so sad. <laughs> Watch too much like, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, just chipper up. Oh yeah, Eeyore like do 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 like you know, you know how long like donkeys when people rode them, they weren't galloping. <laughs> but they're strong they just, as hell, man. They're strong as hell. I don't need them and to carry anything. Very they're not, sure-footed they're, too. They're not doing anything for me. I'm not walking over mountains. Or so just very, wipe them off the pl- wipe them off the face of the earth. Yeah, extinction. Just mm. kidding. I mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, see where you're going. Like I said, if you give me a donkey, I'll find a home for it. Most likely, it'll be my home. <laughs> it can just, you know, it'll be like, uh, what was the Adam Sandler movie? Uh, Water Boy. We just have a random donkey in our living room that eats dinner with us. I'll take it in. What they is? Just, do you know what like a, a group of donkeys are called? Like a donkey? Please tell me. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just trying to find out, like, what a group of donkeys, if there's a name for a group of donkeys. There has to be. Are we all Googling right now? Yeah. Hell yeah, we are. Because now I want to know. It's a herd. It's still a herd? See, they don't even get their own name. They don't even get their own name. See? Yeah, that is pretty pathetic. 
there's herds of everything. If it's a herds of donkeys, I like the donk eye. <laughs> donk eye. All right, we've settled on it. Well, thanks or the, for sh- or the or the dum dums. <laughs> yeah, like, shut up. <laughs> thanks for sharing, Mitch. Thanks for sharing, man. You hate Zan- donkeys. <laughs> they just bug me. Oh, oh man. All right. Well. Yeah. All right, that's all right. So, not to be a donkey, I'll step up to the pulpit. Um, so, um, I don't, I don't, it's been a rough weekend, so I don't want to get too serious. Um, one thing that I don't like is a term I've been hearing, and I'm not, this is not an attack on you, Zan. All right, it's not an attack on you. I don't want you to think it is. Uh-oh. Okay, what is that? <laughs> when I don't like when people use the term. Like, I don't like the sentence. Oh, I don't watch cartoons. I've never I, said that. I did. I just say I don't want it to sound like an attack on you. I don't. Well, then why the fuck would you even mention my name? Because I've been, you... telling, I've been telling you to watch Avatar for three months now. <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cartoon. I don't watch I, it. I, I have watched recently. Not to t- you know push you off the pulpit. Love, death, and robots. Which is good. That's not, that's, I mean, that's kind of a cartoon. There's a bunch of short story cartoons. Those are all different short story cartoons. Come on. That's anime, bro. <laughs> Big difference. Not all of it. Not all of it. Anyways, continue. But anyway, I just think it's a very ignorant statement to take a whole genre, an expansive genre, and say, I don't watch that. Like, dynamic storylines are made in cartoons. Like, anything that, any type of movie, any type of story, when they animate it, complete freedom it's amazing like the movie the hobbit all three of them sucked but you guys remember the cartoon the hobbit amazing amazing the way that story was told was amazing like i there's so many animated films and television shows that tell such great stories and that are beautifully drawn and have great music to them that when somebody when you're like saying oh hey hey, did you watch oh i don't watch cartoons just seems ignorant to me you show your ignorance and it bothers me. Like, I I think you should shut the hell up. You know what you're being? You're being a real donkey when you do that. <laughs> being a real donkey. But that's my Dude. pulpit. That's my pulpit, all, guys. All the best Batmans are fucking are, are cartoons. The Literally, the best Batmans are cartoons. Oh, and yeah. Flash. Like Everything. Anything that is out there, animated, better. It's always better. Oh, oh, oh yes. Here we go, Zan. Let's hear prove, it. Me, prove me wrong, Zan. Go ahead. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have an example. Next right. week, I'll, I'll think long and hard. All right, you fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Mule. I like donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Well, I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like donkeys. <laughs> Uh, Found our intro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us today. I'm here with Zan, Mitch. I am Obi. This is Papa Don't Preach, and we will see you all next week. I like donkeys. (laughs) 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 As I said it.